welcome to the first edition of No Boring Kids, a bi-weekly newsletter for parents that want to make the future a little more interesting. It's written and produced by me, Adam Kershaw. I'm a children's author, publisher, and father to three young kids in Australia. This is the audio edition of No Boring Kids number one. My six-year-old started Muay Thai. I became a better dad. We recently caught up with some friends who have this hardcore perspective about raising their six-year-old son. It's strongly based on gender stereotypes. They argue boys need structure. They need action. Boys need to expend energy. Otherwise, they get bored. They misbehave. They become lousy students. So they program activities for their son every day before and after school. We were aghast when we heard this. But aren't you worried about overloading him? Isn't he exhausted? Aren't kids supposed to have lots of downtime? Isn't being bored a good thing at his age? They weren't rattled by any of it. It was clear they'd put serious thought and energy into building a structure for their son to thrive. It was also clear that we hadn't. Let's set the record straight. I don't share their perspective about gender roles, but it was still an enlightening conversation and exposed an underlying frustration. We'd been so fearful of overloading Apollo and his sisters too. We were load managing far too heavily. And every time there was some resistance to an activity, the whole thing collapsed like a house of cards. It suddenly felt like we'd got it all wrong. There was no structure to any of it. Were we really putting him in the best position to succeed? We agreed after this that he'd pick a sport, an instrument and a martial art to do outside of school. He'd already expressed interest in each of these, There just hadn't been any structure to it. We also agreed to share responsibility for him arriving at these activities with enthusiasm. That wasn't going to be a problem with Muay Thai. I sat on edge that whole first class, hoping that nothing would go awry. The coach was awesome, a stocky former champion from Thailand, and I could tell Apollo was enjoying it, but I still wasn't sure our structure would hold up. We'd been here before. After the class, I rushed to the coach to get his perspective about how it went. Good, he told me, before turning to Apollo and asking him, will you come back next week? Apollo nodded. I took this as my cue. So, is there anything we should do at home? Should he be practicing? No, the coach said assuredly. Fun is most important. We left on a high, but something was nagging at me. This trainer of world champions, a former champion himself with dozens of professional bouts, A guy who fought as a teenager just to support his family in Thailand is saying, fun is most important. What? It didn't seem to gel. Wasn't he meant to be tough on my son? Harden him up? Build resilience? It suddenly felt like I'd got it all wrong again. Apollo came into the next class with confidence. He was relaxed and calmly followed instructions. His grin seemed painted onto his face. I watched nervously working through the split-second cycle of pride and disappointment over and over again. I was resisting every urge to call out, to remind him, Keep your guard up! Focus! Stop being silly! As the weeks passed, Apollo was falling in love with Muay Thai. But I still sat on edge during every class, uneasy about the playful nature of it all. Our structure was holding, but it didn't seem like it had really been tested, especially with Muay Thai wondering when it would get serious. The moment arrived not long after. 
During some playful sparring with the coach, Apollo got distracted by a foam paddle on the ground just outside the ring. Imagine a sawn-off pool noodle. He picked it up and wielded it like a sword at the coach. I groaned. Here we go, I thought. He's finally gone too far. The coach didn't miss a beat. You want to fight with that? He asked Apollo. Apollo nodded excitedly. Okay, put it down. We'll play at the end. The class moved on without incident and finished uneventfully. But as Apollo left the ring and began walking over to me, the coach called out to him. Apollo, take your gloves off and come back. I quickly whipped off the gloves and he raced back to the ring. To my surprise, the coach reached down and picked up two paddles. He handed one to Apollo and took one for himself, holding it just like a sword as Apollo had done earlier. Let's fight, he said. That's when I saw the most magnificent thing. Apollo's joy radiated across the whole gym. He gripped the paddle and swung wildly, cackling with delight as he brought his imaginary lightsaber battles to life. The people who had floated into the gym for the next class were loving it too. I watched in awe, it was the best. When we left the gym, Apollo couldn't stop talking about his sword fight. The shots he'd got in, the big ones that landed, the bigger ones that missed. I matched his excitement. I couldn't believe what had just happened either. This trainer of world champions, a former champion himself with 85 professional bouts, starting from when he was just a teenager, knew exactly what he was doing. He was building a path forward through joy. And that's what I realized was missing. The structure should never have been about making things serious. It was to help us get serious about creating joy. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the audio edition. I'd love to hear your thoughts about this newsletter. Email me at noboringkids at gmail.com. And please subscribe if you haven't already to receive the next edition straight to your inbox. Until then, keep it interesting.